and grand rising, grand rising, grand rising. This is Humble Dame coming to you guys on this terrific, thankful Tuesday. This is a terrific, thankful Tuesday. It can also be Throwback Tuesday, right? It's the same hashtag, TBT, Throwback Tuesday, Throwback Thursday, right? So, today I want to talk about how we can um, increase the potency of our leaders. I am uh, what you would consider helps. That's my gifting. Um, and helps goes, is all the way down on the totem pole, if you will. Um, it is something that we are gifted to do as far as cleaning and hospitality and serving. It's just something that we enjoy doing. Sometimes we don't enjoy it, but it's something that comes second nature to us. And most people are not proud to say that they are helps. But I'm here to tell you today that I am proud to be a helps. I am proud. I don't like it all the time. And it can get kind of dirty and gritty and you do get hurt. But... Lo and behold, at the end of the day, that's what I am. I'm a help. So like some people are a singer, some people are actresses, some people a lawyer or a doctor, you know, a teacher. Um, me personally, I am helps, right? And I always like to tell you guys that I am a reader um, and I'm a writer by default. I'm a writer by default. I just enjoy writing. It's something that's cathartic for me. It's not something that I'm doing to chase money after. If the money comes with it, that's great. If not, great. So those are passions of mine, but passions could be separate and hobbies can be separated from things that we are really just literally second nature to us. We were born to do. So as it helps, um, I want to put the thought in mind today. Um, hopefully this would encourage us to be able to um, increase the potency of our leaders. Now, um, that's leaders in every capacity. That's within your family. If you're married, that's your husband. Your husband is your leader. That's right. That's right, ladies. Your husband is your leader. It tells you in the good book that it says you should be like Sarah, obeying your husband and calling him Lord. Lord means master. That's Lord with a little L. But they do have a level of authority. So we're going to talk about all realms of authority today and how we can big up and show uh, uh, positivity and, and increase their potency. Um, you can increase a leader's potency through, through uh, serving, right? So... I am a leader in my home. I am the head of household, which is not the original design. And um, it's a consequence of my behavior of having premarital sex. I'm fine with that. Um, it's something that doesn't bother me, and I take joy in it. Uh, it's extremely hard, um, and it's not the original design, okay? So we're going to keep uh, uh, reiterating that. But as a leader in my home, I know that when I receive gratefulness and when I um, see that what I am teaching and what I'm trying to instruct is actually working, that should actually bring you great joy, all right? So now we're going to take my realm of authority as a mom because moms are authoritative. That's correct. I know society tried to tell us we're not, but we are. So as a mom and in my authority as a mom, and then I can go out with what I'm second nature to do, which is to serve. I can look at leadership in other realms and capacities, and that way we can show, we can increase their potency through positivity, right? We can increase their potency through positivity. They can come in the form of prayers, or you can um, say a nice, kind word or whatever to them, um, and that works as well. But as far as for me, um, and anytime you're looking at leadership, you look at whatever realm that you're in leadership in your own life, right? And then you can be able to emanate that out to others and it helps you, it's supposed to help you to be able to serve. And this is coming from the perspective of helps. This is coming from the perspective of helps because although I am a leader in my home as the head of household, I'm a mom, I'm a single mom, I'm also serving my children. So I'm serving those who I am leading, right? Okay. And then I am following something. So as a leader in my home, I'm serving those who I am leading as I am following something. So 
in uh, previous podcasts, I did speak to you guys about how uh, some of my traditional Christian values have been corroding, which is not a bad thing. Um, you can guys can go check it out. It's an invitation. It's called an invocation to transformation. And they have been kind of morphing and mutating and not in a bad way. It's made me more accepting and more loving uh, as I've been clearing the clutter. That's another uh, one of my podcasts you guys can check out. And so today I want to talk about the potency, uh, increasing the potency of leaders, increasing the potency of leaders. And I'm going to start out with that. And I always like to tell you guys that I am a novice. I am a novice, and I like to start out with people who actually have experience, excuse me, who have actually been doing this for years, and I get great inspiration from them and motivation, because we all are one, right? So I'm going to be reading from a wonderful magazine. It's called uh, Mind, Body, Spirit Guide. It's a local magazine. You guys can, when you're at the uh, local grocery store, don't walk past the newsstand. I know it's we're in a, a technological age now. Don't walk past the newsstand. Uh, it's some gems in there that you can pull out. And just grab one of your local newspapers and kind of read some of the articles. I know it's an old-time thing to kind of sit around and drink coffee and read articles, but it's something soothing about it and the, the nostalgia of it and is reminiscent of a, a quieter time. So, And you'll find you actually get inspired as well, okay? All right. And so this is uh, the name of this, the title of this article is a leader that built an empire, a leader that built an empire by Gwendolyn Esco Davis. Good leaders create opportunities for the growth and the betterment of others. Gwendolyn Esco Davis, a leadership definition captures the essentials of being able to inspire others and being prepared to do so. Effective leadership is based upon ideas, whether original or borrowed but won't happen unless those ideas can be communicated to others in a way that engages them enough to act as a leader wants them to or wants them to perform at the level of understanding that benefits all. Leadership is when the leader is gone, people continue to be inspired to grow and develop. One leader leader comes to mind, Queen Elizabeth I. Many leaders have studied her, excuse me, and a book written, in a book in a, in a book that is written by Alan Axelrod entitled Elizabeth the First CEO Axelrod states that she never complained she cultivated the habits of patience and eschewed courageous endurance her followers wanted to feel and see strength and self-confidence and the leader should oblige them by projecting these qualities Axelrod further notes that the qualities of Queen Elizabeth I were doing the right thing, give a little, get a bit more, be astute of the subjects faced, evaluate results and not promises, show concern, caring, share in the danger, bad times, and avoid impulse, recognizing limits and treat people well. Although Queen Elizabeth I reigned during the years of 1588 through 1603, leadership qualities have not changed much. Leadership comes in all forms. Leadership is evident at Grandma's house when she runs her home and family like a well-oiled machine. That soft-spoken teacher who is well-respected by students and fellow teachers. That single mom who works continuing her education and the kids are well-adjusted and are great or the four-year-old in preschool that seems to be the leader in the class. Yes, leaders come in all sizes, shapes, and forms, formally educated or not. This begs the question, is a leader born or made? In Alan Axelrod's book, 
Elizabeth I CEO, there are many stories and examples of the 16th century queen as an effective and love leader. Many of the examples easily translate to today's effective leaders, such as not being fearful of expressing gratitude. One gratitude story of the Queen of the Queen's actions is of William Cecil, the aged Lord of Berkeley. Elizabeth's sacred secretary of the state who fell ill in 1598. As his condition worsened, Elizabeth devoted hours to his care, sitting at his bedside to feed him broth. He died August 4, 1598. Does a queen feed broth to a member of her cabinet? Elizabeth expressed her gratitude in the most meaningful way she could think of. Gratitude is, is a strength of leadership. It is not a weakness. Whatever leadership capacity you may hold or come upon, know that not taking anything for granted is a quality. Being grateful for the fruits of your being. Being grateful for having the opportunity to lead others. Being grateful that you have the intellect to lead, to, to lead others to a more fulfilled life. And having the gratitude for continuing your quest in life to do well. <clears throat> A measure of authentic success as a leader is when relationships you have with another person reflects the link you have with yourself. Peace and blessings, Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn Esco Davis is a certified life coach. She coaches individuals, groups, and small businesses using a holistic and organic approach in her practice. For more information on upcoming fall 2019 group classes and other services, you can email Gwendolyn at Gwendolyn at EscoDavis.us or www.EscoDavis at net. Or you can also find her on Facebook at GED, that's capital GED, they're all caps, Life Coach, which I think I'm going to look her up. This was an excellent article. I really love this book. It's a magazine that I really, I just love looking in there and I get so much information. I feel like when I read one of these uh, well-learned and experienced women or men's um, articles and when they're talking about their experience and their and no matter what their career is I just really really get empowered and I um, also get humbled at the same time because this is an older woman she's a beautiful woman she has locks they're gray and uh, beautiful uh, gray and white locks and you know I love the natural hair thing uh, but but that aside from the aesthetic beauty of this woman I really love the beauty in her writing and I also love the beauty in her saying that we have to show gratitude um, I'm going to be working on that today in my home and I really like that she gave honor to a single mom I mean you know that is that is a rare treasure she said as a mom or as the grandmothers grandmothers deserve that as well they are woo, grandmothers have that they're mother times too. Grandmothers are mother times too. And the elderly women in the family, they can give you recipes and teach you how to clean up and, and show you how to stretch a dollar. So those are things to be uh, respectful of and grateful for. And I'm grateful for my grandmothers, uh, maternal and uh, paternal. I'm grateful for my parents. I'm grateful for uh, all of the leaders in any capacity. For my children's teachers, I'm grateful for myself. You know, we can't leave ourselves out of there. I don't take none of the credit, but I am grateful that whatever is the, you could call it the universe or God, my creator is helping me to be able to do this. This is extremely hard. I am grateful for that. So I approach each day just trying to ask, what do you want me to do today? What can I do better? Because I fall short every day. I holler. Um, I get upset, I scream, I get irritable, and sometimes as a leader in my home as a single mom, I have to put aside things that I, my pleasure, 
which, you know, we kind of grew up in, I was quite egotistical, which I just love my pleasure. You know, that's all it was. But when you have children and people that you're held accountable for and that you have to um, take care of, you know, whether it's at a job or, or a pet, it can be, even be a pet. You have to put your pleasure aside and it's priorities over pleasure. And sometimes, you know, all work and no play make you a very dull and grouchy woman, right? And so sometimes I can, that can be taken out or taken to the extreme where I can overreact. And so I've been working along with my creator and I'm submitting that area of my life to him to help me not to overreact when I get upset because I have been doing so many priorities. I have not had much pleasure. And I've been asking for him to help me to have pleasure in taking care of my priorities. So that's what I'm going to work on today. So that's how we can increase the potency of our leadership is by serving them. And then also remembering that whatever capacity of leadership that you are in your life, whether you are, uh, you know, leader in, in your home, which we all are, if you're a parent um, on a job in your career, at your church, at your mosque. Uh, at your yoga class, at, you know, at the gym, at uh, anywhere, at your knitting class, like what your kids, kids can listen to this uh, at school, if they're the leader of the group just for the day. Um, it's best to be able to approach it with a sense of gratitude and then uh, a willingness to serve. Gratitude and a willingness to serve because that that's what we would want. That's what I would like, you know, this, somebody say, well, thank you. It's like, oh, you're welcome. And it, make you, it, it, it makes you want to do more, right? Now, there will be conflict. Conflict and confrontation is going to come. That's just, you know, the nature of the beast. Conflict and confrontation is going to come. But then it's what you do with that. What, what did that show you about you? Not Never point the finger. Just keep looking at the other person. That's what the conflict is about, to get it out. Conflict. Con, C-O-N, means together with, right? Together with conflict so chili con beans right chili with beans to be with it so i'm trying to get with you you know some people say i'm trying to get with you that's a slang term jargon from the hood which from which ye i hail um with so conflict we trying to get with each other we're trying to get with these issues and if it can't be a conflict resolution if we can't resolve those things then we part ways peacefully but you should always say well what did that teach me about me what can I do better? How can I grow from this, right? So we can grow and we can learn today. And it, by increasing our potency and our leadership is by serving and by being grateful. According to this beautiful life coach, and I'm going to try to practice this today. You guys keep me in your prayers. I'm going to practice this with my children because I am in charge of five people. I don't, you know, and if people are over uh, more people than that, then they have a lot on their shoulders. And I don't want any of that. So. In my small realm of helps, even though I'm the helps, I'm a leader. So I'm helps, but I'm leading my children. So you guys pray for me as I follow my creator, as he is molding me and shaping me and some of my traditional values and, and uh, ways of thinking are corroding and they're mutating and becoming more accepting, more loving, more open. Um, it's a painful process. It's a beautiful process. Okay. So you guys have a terrific Tuesday. Remember, this could be throwback Tuesday too. It's your world. You can do what you want to do. As long as we show respect to each other and respect our leadership in all capacities. Husbands, if you have a wife, she's a leader in your house, go give her a kiss on the cheek and tell her thank you. Um, children, go tell your, your parents thank you. Parents, tell your children thank you. That has to be reciprocal because we all are serving. We all are leaders in one way or the other. Or if you have a pet, go tell your pet thank you. You're just so nice. You help keep my blood pressure down. All right, so you guys have a wonderful day. This is Humble Dame coming to you guys. And make it a good one. <laughs>